Oh, well, hello there. You may have already heard an episode of the Dorkiest this week, but this is a bonus one uh, that we referenced in the uh, very quick cutaway segment of that episode where uh, my beautiful wife Erica and I are discussing her review and thoughts and uh, an in-depth dis- discussion on Hogwarts Legacy. So that's what this bonus episode is. Thank you for stumbling up, uh, upon it. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Uh, Erica gives us a lot of insight on the game from an expert point of view, and she also, you know, provides some insights as well to players who might not be overly familiar with the franchise. Someone like me. So um, yeah, it's a, it's it, you know what was supposed to be like a twenty-minute discussion and review that I was going to put into the original episode ended up being over an hour long. So, uh, hope you enjoy it. There's a lot, uh, there's, there's a lot to offer of this episode. So please enjoy. Erica, love of my life, my beautiful wife, you just finished and rolled credits on, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. So after about a month with the game, uh, you've, you've played it when it first came out, right? I'm trying to remember, did we get it like the day it came out on? Oh, yes. We did. Okay. <laughs> we did not hesitate. Did not hesitate, yes. You picked it up the day of. That's true, yes. So, yeah, thank you this for refreshing This has been my something I've anticipated since I first saw the trailer at some game something. Yeah, it was one of the game PlayStation or, um, yeah, one uh, of those. showcases. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so, I mean, it, but forgive me for not remembering because I haven't played PlayStation 5 in upwards of four weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder why that is. But, you know, after about four weeks with the game, you finally rolled credits on it. You've, you know, beaten the main story uh, so far. Um, but, you know, and, I, and I've kind of, on the last episode, I kind of spoke for you, kind of trend, uh, kind of taken some of your thoughts that you shared with me and also my thoughts on, you know, from uh, viewing the game. Uh, but let's hear it firsthand from you, uh, from the person who actually was, one, super excited for the, for the game coming out. Uh, super excited with it when we got it first in your hands and have played it pretty much nonstop for the last four weeks, um, taking your time with it, going out to explore. At this point, you've made multiple characters you know, to see the different houses. Um, yes. Give me your overall thoughts on uh, Hogwarts Legacy. And I guess we'll start here. Did it live up to your expectation? Yes. Yeah? Yes. I, I mean, because, you know, infamously most, uh, what would you call it? Just like... Uh, other ip like not a game ip it's like a movie and book and i mean it has other games that uh you know harry potter franchise have made yeah but, for the most part they're just but, related to the movies though yeah um and i don't i've actually never played any of those games um but so i have no idea if those games are good or bad um but you know i uh I was a little skeptical. I was worried about it. And, but when like all the reviews were really, really good, Raising then I was like, lot, yeah. then I was like, Oh, thank God. That sounds really great. But I guess I was just more wowed by it than I thought it would be. Yeah. I mean, just from talking with you about it for the, for the last month or so, it seems like one well, of the things that you are really excited about is just the, idea that the developer uh, uh port key games uh they made <coughs> they pretty much just made this world tangible like for the most part so, like this world has just been on the page 
a well, few scenes I, here from the I, movies. Yeah, but I now don't. You actually get to fully explore. I don't this know world. if the previous games did like an open world, like you can explore all the castle you want. And oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I see. I, so I don't know to say like this is amazing, like because if there were previous games that like you could go throughout the castle on not just in cutscenes. Well, I do know it's never been to this full extent, this full, it, full detail. It, it's it's possible. I I just I mean, other than you know, like the other games aside, because I know there's been many of them. This is just, this was just really amazing. Um, as a huge Harry Potter franchise fan, um. So, you know, um, I guess that's something I should preface. You know, I'm 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 a pretty big Harry Potter fan. I really, yeah. really, love really the love the books. You love rereading the books, you love re-listening to the audiobooks, re-watching the movies constantly. Like you you yes. are well inundated into this franchise. Yes. I, I love I love the lore. I love the um just how it's written, the mystery <coughs> and how it's written and it's just it's just something to really pull you in. I mean, I know all the politics aside and all the um, social issues. Yeah. So, um, but that aside, um, I really like this game. Um, so you had told me to have some yes, <laughs> things yes. to prepare to talk about it. Kind of um, the highlights, the low lights, the, the, the like less, um, favored things about the game yeah so you've you've had you've clocked in dozens of hours at this point so you have uh you know a good list going but how about we just start with like the stuff that you feel let me just say i started as ravenclaw because that just feels more most natural to me (laughs) um it's kind of irrelevant which house you choose there is like one house specific quest that you can do um that that is specific to the house you choose. So, but so other than that, um, there really isn't much difference um, other than like your, your common room, which, you know, I did four characters to after I finished the Raven, the whole, uh, the whole story as Ravenclaw. Um, And so that's really the only difference. Um, There's not like benefit or, or detriment to choosing any of them. Seems Um, like a bummer though. It, no, because they don't want to. Because if you stereotype Slytherins as being the the evil ones, it doesn't make any sense, and that's not true. Because there are good Slytherins. Yeah, I, I and, and I understand that, it's, but like even something little, like like Ravenclaws get like this one spell, and ha- or Hufflepuffs get this one spell. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it would be it would make <laughs> some sense, but you know it's <laughs> the, they're it okay. So is. yeah, you want to we'll, make them we'll all get equal, into. Right? Um, well, I guess we'll. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my favorite things about the game. Um, as a Harry Potter fan, I really loved the castle, like, s- mostly realism. I, I mean, as we're going to call it semi-realism. Like, there are living quarters. And this is something I tracked down. Like, for almost all the professors, um, there's, like, two people that don't have living quarters. And that's um, Professor Binns, who's a ghost. <laughs> and the flying teacher, which I can't find a living quarters for her. And you know there are living quarters because you find like notes about the professors, at, like something they wrote or something that somebody writ- wrote to them, um, which like kind of gives them more backstory. And that's like really wonderful and um, very like um, rewarding. Uh, and so then you can like, oh, hey, so this is where they like sleep and they like, you know, keep all their stuff. <laughs> so I really like that. Um, 
bathrooms. I mean, there is like uh, bathrooms tracking down these bathrooms hardcore. <laughs> because I'm just like, oh my god, if you're like over in astrology and you have to go to the bathroom, you have to go this whole <laughs> route to get to the bathroom, unless you're like, you know, I don't know, taking a broom or something like that. Um, <laughs> and so, but but bathrooms also play a big part in the story like literally um the second book yeah bathrooms are a giant part of that story <laughs> so um who to thunk it you know like um you know so I, I and so it was just something i was like oh well, where do they go to the bathroom and you know um and i love real that kind of realism that sort of like it's like a burden to to humanity <laughs> but i like when it's included <laughs> in games because it i don't know just gives you um I don't know, just like the extent that the developers like um, put into making all this happen and like things like food and trash cans. <laughs> um, I mean, it is like well, it, it is immersed, like the right? 1800s. It... So, you know, certain things it's like, um, you know, it make like makes sense. All those things that you find um, that it, for that time period. Um, so I really like the castle. Oh my god, I have memorized it, and trust me, it it took me basically a month to figure. Well, first of all, to open up all the doors because there's like level locks with like doors, and you have to like story progression. Yes, you have to learn Lolohomora, but then you have to do this one side quest. Um, so Lolohomora is like featured in the in the movies, and of course like in the books. Spell, yeah, basically, um, but there's levels to it. Like you get better at doing it, and you can. Um, pick these level uh certain like it goes up to three mm -hmm. so um as your spell gets to like more advanced then you can pick those locks um which are kind of like um you know unlocking parts of the castle that are more like you know just like piecemealing it so that well, you don't have access to all the castle all at once and most of the doors you unlock are either just to chests but sometimes they're really cool things like you know the um well, there's like a door and the um, headmaster's office, but mm -hmm. that's like late game, later game. Yeah. I mean, it's good that they don't open every door to you all at once, because <clears> that would be overwhelming. Well, it's also sort of like keeps you engaged the whole time while the main story is going on. Yeah. Um, and also, you don't want some random student, some random new student going through every door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess it's like some context and stuff. Um, so that's really awesome. There is... A, okay, so the, my other thing that I really love as a Harry Potter fan is all the references. There are so many references. There That if you're not a Harry Potter fan, you're just not going to get that it's a reference. Because there's nothing like giving you like flashing lights that this is a reference. This is from... Yeah. And then actually the references aren't just the book. Sometimes there's some specific things to the movies or to the games or even to the wizarding world, like, you know, um, um, universal universal. Yes. That are specific, oh, really? like specific shops that aren't actually in the movies or books. So universal isn't, they have a couple of shops that aren't actually in the books or the movies um, oh, okay. or I didn't know that, in the like, games. That there was like original stuff. At yeah, Universal. so there is. Yeah. And, and so I thought that was really interesting, you know. So so it's like they're embracing all of the facets Lore, yeah. of, of, yes, they're not just like excluding because that was some other, dis, you know, or that discontinuity between the <laughs> world, you know, I don't know, like, you know, kind of like. Well, that's good, yeah, because it, 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 it sounds like it rewards you no matter what level of fan base that you are. Whether yeah. Whether you've read just the books or you've just watched the movies or you've only visited 
you know, the Wizarding World at Universal. You can sounds like there's stuff for you to like to recognize at least. Well, right? I mean, yeah, and then and like you know, like um, you know, things change. Like this is this is true, especially like I think the references are highest within the castle and the very nearby um, Wizarding Village, Hogsmeade. Um, which plays a huge part throughout the whole Harry Potter series. Um, and um, those are where like the biggest references are. There's other references throughout the entire world, which is actually really big. Um, and it's wonderful to yeah, explore. You, sh- you showed me the map and I was, I was, it's, I was impressed with how big it is. So but it's mostly like one of the woodland. reasons. Yeah. One yeah. of the reasons why I think the world is big is there is a, a big focus on animals. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that that ties Fantastic in. Beasts yeah. That, that, I mean, because in, in Harry Potter, there is only select animals that you ever encounter. And most of them are kind of like the horror type animals you know boggarts and um pixies things that are like more nuisances or or like the arachimantula um and there's there's hippogriffs and unicorns you know those come so those come across in the harry potter but then there's like more stuff when in like the other movies yeah i have very limited knowledge of the of this franchise too but i do know at least especially with like hagrid like animals play a big Oh yes, I mean, and the, and then the the all the kids have to them all the like they 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 have a class like magical beasts, um, that they have to take care of magical beasts, um, and so because like a lot of times like magical beasts have like properties in potions or they they use them for certain um, functions like that's you all know incorporated in the gameplay. Yes, actually, yes, oh, that cool. is that is true. More so than maybe you know, because like you hear things like when the students are on potions or something, you know, that they'll maybe use um, boober tuber pus or something, or or like something from an animal that you know. Um, but yeah, you do do that in the game. So there is cool. a there are so many references, um, which is both it's like um, strength. And and its weakness depending on the player. Yeah. So let, let, let's 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 let me ask you that question though. So you know, obviously, it's great for someone like you who so is you, well yeah. versed in the in the lore. So what the, about someone like me who? So what, I, like, I've seen the movies. I've read the first book when I was a kid. You know, it, it's something that I like, but you know, but I like through you. Yes. I, well, so. if, if I when when I when I do play this game myself, how do you think I would like it if when? On the, especially on the times that you're not sitting on the couch next to me pointing out all these references. So one of the other things you asked me to think about to discuss was, would I recommend this to a non, playing this to a non-Harry yeah, Potter fan? Just somebody who likes open world games. I think it is fun. It um, It's fun. To, oh, so I'll get to it, but there the traversal is really fun. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about Breath of the Wild, this this trumps breath of the wild in terms of that freedom to go where you want and i'll talk about that in that's just a second a little, that's that's a little unfair you can't fly in breath of the wild okay yeah but it's amazing <laughs> right. it is so amazing i know you, you every time you hop on your broom or okay um, so yeah we'll talk about maybe don't talk about the for the, this one thing is i think that might be a gameplay spoiler no it's not it's literally oh is it at the beginning okay, and i will talk about that as part as my least favorite parts but okay. um but at least okay, with so, the broom, so I, though, do like... i recommend it to Harry? non-Harry Potter fans. Yes, but you won't 
be as amazed and mm. like in love with it. I feel like the story is ho-hum, mm. especially if you're not really more familiar with how the fact um, the wizarding wars with goblins and stuff, like having this understanding of the, some of the history that's discussed just like piecemealed throughout the series, um, understanding different types of magic and stuff like that. And then just the references, like I said, you'll just be kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. But then you're like, oh, but if you know like it from the books and stuff where this is important and like you so say, if you don't have that. It, it's that added history. There, right? There's a lot of collectibles in the game. And that's like, I guess that could be a pro or a con. And collectibles can be literally like what they call Revelio pages, which are just like basically giving you information about a statue or about um like a candy that's from like a, the famous honeydukes or um which you know literally like has like a huge presence in the books so um if you just seen that you just be like oh that's cool but like if you seen that like as a harry potter fan you'd be like oh yes because that ties into this and this and this and i wonder if that's true of like most licensed games too because i can i'm, we, I'm hearing you say that and i'm like oh well, i'm thinking back to the game arkham city or that game is just littered with like Batman references. And if you're like me, who has read Batman comics as I was a kid, you know, I'm pointing something like that. Oh my gosh, that's a reference to blah, blah, blah. And you know, someone yes. like you who hasn't read Batman comics are like, Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right? So, so uh, while I say, um, like the story is passable, hmm. um, I don't, I just, it's just not, um, especially, okay, so we'll, we'll jump back and forth because I, doing this as favorite, non-favorite, yeah, or least favorite is really, other, right? it's really hard. So one of the things I least like, which actually has to do with what it, would I recommend this to a non-Harry Potter fan is the fact that your character has no backstory. You're a fifth year student, you know, you start at first year and who is literally coming to Hogwarts for the first time. So you are four years late, like late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deficient of learning on magic and all, and you have to learn all this stuff. You have to catch up. And I remember in the trailers, they made a big deal about expressing that about your character. Like, Oh, this person, Oh, this student is, you know, it's a fifth year. That's it. That's strange. Like, so it I, is. I, I it's actually a part of like the story. It is a part of the story. Of the mystery, at least. but yeah, it's not explained why. Why are you mm. joining as a fifth year? Did you just get magic really, really late? Like, late like really late? Or <laughs> puberty or hits us all weird. Were you in a coma? Like, what? <laughs> why? And never explain anything about your character, like whether or not you have family, or whether or not you were a Muggle, and, or you've come from a Muggle family, like your family lineage. Nothing is explained. Nothing. Is Mm, you're a literally shame. a blank paper and i mean i feel like regardless because it is a choose your character you can choose female represent I mean, you can literally change the gender and or you could be like uh female um Femi like uh, feminine presenting yeah you can choose any of those things it doesn't matter it doesn't affect anything yeah um but and even to, I just so much to the extent too and i noticed this quite early on is that like they didn't record new lines for feminine characters or ma masculine characters. They just refer no. to you as they. Yeah, they do. Um, and in fact, they don't refer to you very much as and it at all, which w it is a part of the downfall is that because they didn't want to like, I guess I don't, they, they didn't want to, they don't, you're not really asked about like, you know, in a conversation with somebody, tell me about you. Tell me about this. Right. There's never asking about you. So then that would have been a perfect opportunity for you. 
to find out about you. <laughs> yeah, the character you're playing. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's a big shame too. You because... could just like pretend and make up your own story, but also like I don't know, like. <laughs> so you would have preferred maybe that they that they start you off like you know same premise and everything not, maybe not like a like, full backstory but at least something no no but you would have preferred maybe that they that you played as a named character no not named because you can name your character first and last name and no, that's fine i'm asking would you have preferred that not as a pre-made character like where they have like oh you, so you, you, you do like the custom character i like it but i mean having one okay. set backstory would have been kind of nice because oh, this is I a very you. unusual circumstance and it's a major part of the story but why you are entering it this year why um okay so you have some powers yeah. I mean, Why you have those powers and like your family history, anything about that would be really helpful because that's a huge part of the Harry Potter franchise and the wizarding world is like your family heritage. I mean, it's it's huge. Um, well, the only thing I can think of is that they didn't want to explain away why you're playing like a 10 year old. You know? <laughs> I don't know. You wouldn't be a 10 year old at a fifth year. No, like you wouldn't have you if, 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 if the premise was the same, like, oh, you're coming to Hogwarts for this first time. Yeah. You would have been like a 10-year-old, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, no. Well, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. But the explanation was never given why you're coming as a fifth year, why you have special powers. Yeah. Like two um, lines of so, dialogue. So that is a thing. That. That's like one of those things, like which, which I was hoping would be revealed, was never revealed, and kind of bummed me out. So I was a little bit like not as invested in the story because of that, because it was just sort of like, I'm the chosen one. And then I learned everything from four years i should have learned but i learned it in less than a year <laughs> and it's just a little like oh okay that's cool well, I, I mean guess. that's the gameplay conceit no i i know but yeah. without that backstory it really kind of falls apart in terms of like especially if you weren't harry potter fan is what yeah. i'm saying like it me being all fangirl and being like pretending like i'm going to classes and i'm being like oh look at that and this is uh, be See, so that's like, why i wonder if a creative character was the right way to go with this because if you if you wanted it to be as authentic as you're saying it it should be well, then maybe a name the reason character i think they, the, the re right way to go the reason they did that probably might have to do with a little bit of rolling and her antics maybe they wanted it to be where they weren't <clears> being like you have to be female, male, anything. They wanted you to be like be able to choose your own character. Oh, that doesn't has nothing to do with the age, though. Well, the age, the age is you can't choose your age. <clears throat> no, no, I know, but you're one. Of the, the the sticking point for you is that like, oh, you're starting off as a fifth year, and that's odd, and they never address it. I'm thinking it's because they don't want you to play as a ten year old. So if you're playing as like a teenager, a 15, 16 year old teenager. No, no, love, they, you come as one age, but you can choose your skin color and like different face shapes. Oh, no, no. I understand that. I'm colors. just talking about narratively how, how they start you off as like a fifth year, right? Yeah. And that's, that's odd, right? That's odd. But who cares if it starts as a 10 year old? You'd still have a backstory. You'd still have family. You would still have like your experiences before you come to but Hogwarts. But they wouldn't have had, they, but they wouldn't have had the explanation of like, oh, this is. This is your first time at Hogwarts. Just so like my, Potter, my issue right? is not it's starting at fifth year. My issue is that they have no context for who they are, why they're starting later, gotcha. why they have special magic. Like, do they have family? Were they, were they muggle born? And then they just had magical powers. Like there's some lot of like 
interesting things that weren't really explored. So that would have really um, like rounded out the story and made me feel a little bit more invested as, as the character. Cause right. as the character, I just kind of felt like I'm listening to people like um, persona persona. Yeah. Like persona five where you um, just there to witness the story and not, not yeah. Like nobody's asking about me. I, I just, you know, I'm just learning and doing these things and people are be like, Oh, you have a great job or I'm doing things <laughs> for them. But nobody asks about me, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I can see that. Um, I can see that as a, as a big sticking point, but yeah. So, so, so do I recommend this? Yes. It's really fun to use magic to fight and, and it feels good, especially on PS five. I don't know about like, cause the PS five has a lot of like haptic feedback that is super satisfying. And I'm not oh, sure good. if, um, Xbox has that. Xbox doesn't have that, no. No? Okay, so I, I feel like that provides, like, so much context and so much, like, when you're when you're, when you're you're fighting. Like, oh, that's it, good. I don't know. I, I So, on PC, not sure. I mean, on Xbox, not sure. Um, and I, it's, it hasn't come out on Switch yet, so, um, you know, but, so I really like that. I really like, I feel like the fighting is really fun, and you can choose your level of difficulty, uh, which is really great, especially because this is a pretty big franchise that people, not gamers, are going to want to oh, yeah. do. You got to imagine people from all skill levels are going to be playing this game. And I'm sure they have because this is selling so well. Yes. So I really think it's fun. It's fun to just run around. And like I said, flying is one of my, uh, so flying, you broom on flying um, is, is so amazing. Like it really takes it. Um, to another level in terms of exploration of an open world <laughs> let me tell you you're like lost on a path and you're like oh my gosh these damn trees let me just go up real quick get up high <laughs> get a bird's view and then i'll like, come back down hey, wait a minute i'm a witch <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just fly i'm a comic but that's not and then the, like it doesn't stop there and so this is the reason so one of the least favorite things is there is a lot of spoilers that the game spoils itself spoils so one of those the things game the like game and the way it's structured, the menus, um, pretty much the menus, or or the oh, fact right. that there's yeah. little inserts that come for like uh, PS PlayStation exclusives, which literally tell you Hippogriff Mount. Mm. And there's literally in the menu, in your gear menu, it says Flying Mount, um, <laughs> so right right next coming. to Broom, you know. Um, so you knew Brooms were coming. You And this is even, because I, I checked it when I started over the game. Um, to see like were those there at the beginning like in the menu and it's like yeah they are so so there's a lot of things that get spoiled one of the things that i'm not is i'm not i'm not gonna say it's a spoiler because the game spoils itself is that you can learn the unforgivable spells the they what they call the dark arts it's literally in this like talents tree and they and you go into the talents tree and it literally tells you the name of the spells you can use avada oh cadavra <laughs> crucio you know all these 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 three unforgivables. Um, it tells you that you can spec into those and you can learn those. So it, well, then. <laughs> the game spoils this sort of like shock. Like you know you don't you don't expect that you should. I mean you kind of expect you should fly because flying is one of the required classes in Hogwarts, but you don't expect that you're going to learn the unforgivables. And the fact that the the menu gives it away is kind of like oh okay that's cool. And the room of requirement is given away within the menu as well. So, I mean, that was kind of shown in the game. Uh, I mean, sorry, the game trailer. Yeah, that was in the trailer. But it wasn't, like, explained, like, is this room the room of requirement? But, yes, it is. So, um, that's spoiled in the menus. 
Um, so, you know, um, there's other things that gets kind of like spoiled when you're using what's called Revelio. Um, it's, it's basically like in, from the Witcher series, like the Witcher sense when you're, when things kind of like highlight, um, and, and other things, I think, uh, um, there's a lot of open world games that, have that, that do mechanic. this. So like, um, and it can also detect enemies. I don't know if that always is the case. So sometimes yeah, a lot of like there was one too. time I was in a cavern and um, there was like these lockers that you had to use a spell to like open. But because I used Revelio, I could see that there was a spider behind one of the lockers. Oh. So it was kind of like <laughs> supposed to be like a jump scare, but it was like, oh, okay. Well, it's rewarding you for using the spell. It's a jump scare because the spider's going to attack you. Right, but if you, it's only a jump scare if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, use the spell. but there's some, there's just some like like things like that that get kind of ruined by using Revelio, um, or from the menu, or just like, and I guess it's just like, you know, they want, they just didn't want to like have it be like a blanked out space or something and then add it later, so they just showed it. Uh, so I don't know, you know, so it's just. You know, it's not like a big thing, but if you want to just be like shocked and awed the whole way away, like you didn't know what they were going to pack in this game. Um, I'm not like that. I like to like basically look up what everything I can expect and when I can expect it. And that's every penny out of this. Game. <laughs> that, well, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not about that. It's about order. Like I want to know when I can expect something like oh, sure. how many quests do I need to do before I can get this thing? But like some people like to be really surprised. So that mm -hmm. if you really don't like spoilers, unfortunately, it doesn't have like, a good setup for <laughs> not spoiling some of the like most yeah, amazing, that, like and most shocking parts of the game other that, than the that story. Was, that was the most shocking that like you told me too, like, because you even showed me that menu, like, look, you can see Avada Kedavra right here. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, even I know that, like, that's a big deal. Yeah. So I was a little like, oh, okay. So, yeah, there's things like that where it gets spoiled just by, like, the structure of the game. Not because I was, like, looking it up on some, you know, game website. So that that's kind of like a least fave. Um, okay. So then another thing I really like is there is time. Time's involved because, you know, it's like a real trying to mimic real like real life or real wizard life um so they have time like day and night um they're not like obviously like oh animal crossing 20 like minute to minute um it's like a sh i don't know what the exact time frame is for the day and night cycle but in those those both have important ties to different things you can do at night versus things you have to do during the day um, but they also have four seasons because that matches like the full school year which I thought was really like great. I mean, of course it just seems natural that you would do it like that because every book is literally structured the fall when they enter school and then in the summer when they end. Um, but you know, it was just really cool to see that because then you got to go to Hogsmeade and, and, or the castle would be like all decked out with, uh, pumpkins and the fall stuff or, or the winter stuff. Um, or you just see the grounds like when it was snowing or when the leaves are changing, um, so it's just really awesome. And it actually happens really gradually. It's not like an instant, like one day you go outside and you're like, oh my God, like all the plants are dead <laughs> and there's snow on the ground. It literally kind of happens gradually. Um, and, and even the decorations like appear gradually, not just like, mm -hmm. like there's little bits of things that come up. I mean, that's not like too gradual, but it would be like maybe like over three or four days, like the castle will be like fully decked out in Christmas. Well, that's good because it shows like because uh, obviously detail. yes yeah it's it's really awesome. Um, so the other thing that I really like is the room of requirement. It's a, a very 
um, important uh, aspect of the Harry Potter series. Um, you get it, and it feels kind of like because so yeah, you have a dorm room in like your common room, but it doesn't have like things that you own there. You can't sleep on the bed. Um, there's an owl there that gets posted on a little post that can bring you mail, but um, that's about it. It doesn't really feel like yours. So like the room of requirement really feels awesome because you can choose to spec into like, I want to, I want to fight with plants. So I'm going to grow plants in the room of requirement or, or like, um, there's also a thing with animals, um, and so you have like this like vivarium that you can uh, let the animals grow in, and you take care of them, um, and you can like make that room your own. So it's kind of like a little mini Animal Crossing, like decorating. You can choose to make it look kind of dark and gloomy, like a dungeon, or you can make it really bright and colorful, and you can choose colors. Um, I mean, it's not like completely free reign; like you can choose. Um, anything that's like kind of it's mostly like stuff that you'll kind of see in the game like in other parts of the castle or in the the world you'll sometimes see some of those assets somewhere else but some of it's very specific to the room of requirement um that just like kind of gives it your own touch and makes you feel like this is my space mm -hmm. so that was really awesome and i really like that you spend a lot of time in there too it yeah because like you by, you're, it's you're really <laughs> well it's also you brew potions there you can upgrade your gear there that's your hub yeah yeah and you can you you find unidentified items throughout the world they're they're clothing items that you have to identify at this like bench there so you have to like go back there to see like their specs and stuff um so yeah it's like a hub world um but you can decorate it and make it feel like your own um the only thing is, is that you don't realize the room grows um so like the room that you first get is not the same room at the end um and it, and it keeps growing and i I, I didn't i, <laughs> I didn't want to decorate it because it kept growing and i was like you're ruining my decorations all right fine i'm gonna stop decorating this because it just kept like messing up my stuff so i was like okay i'm just gonna stop because i think this place is just gonna keep getting bigger and it and it does so <laughs> that was kind of like damn it <laughs> but you know whatever it, it gets bigger so that you have more room and but like walls change windows change and stuff like that so um, okay, so then the next thing, uh, yes, yeah, so one of the things that I do really like that I mentioned earlier was the flying, um, and there's options for flying. You have the broom, which is your first available option, um, but you also get hippogriffs, um, which kind of act like a horse. So sometimes I really like, even though I can fly, I still like taking a path because it, it, it feels organic. And so the hippogriff acts like a horse. So gameplay wise, does that provide any other different way to fly? Can you go higher? No. Faster? In fact, you can, it, it, the, the broom with like special um, upgrades to the broom, you actually go slower um, and it can't maneuver the same way that a broom can. Um, or like, uh, what is that? D accelerate D altitude. To de de oh, descend. Descend. Yeah, yeah. It it has a horror. It, like it descends poorly. Like it, it like a hover like a helicopter hovering. It can't really do that. It, you can't if you want to just go down straight down. It can't do that. It has to kind of like slowly go down um, unless you're doing a dive. Um, but it's just like I like that it has that option, and I like um, that it's you can act like a horse because there's no horses in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there is a if you want to buy it, there's like a an expansion. Uh, like a, a DLC where you can ride a Thestral and that's available. Mm. It literally, at least on the special edition. 
it's the yeah it's like the it's like twenty dollars extra you get like some like dark clothing and you can write a thestral mm-hmm. um but you know that's literally like especially on playstation they're just gonna they're gonna show you they're gonna spoil it right there like ooh, buy this special pack and you're like thestral yeah so that's spoiled there um the other thing you can ride uh so there's like a lot of options but it doesn't fly is um this thing called a grap horn um which is really awesome awesome in combat it can just like just one punch kill enemies but you have to line it up as, as you run over them oh that's that big bull thing it's like a, it, it looks like a, a once? yeah it looks like a it looks like a, like a triceratops oh cool yeah yeah so that <laughs> thing has this like charge that was like you know just one hit kill so you use beasts in combat yes well at least him um the hippogriff can like take some hits they have a health bar but they don't really do any damage i haven't really mm. noticed that they do significant damage but you know the grab horn is like literally you can see it's like armored and yeah. it's got giant horns it's it looks like right like a it, i mean way larger than a rhinoceros yeah. yeah it looks like it looks like a triceratops almost um davy jones triceratops <laughs> yeah that's right the face <laughs> the face yeah it's got like kind of like the squid face um so yeah i really like those options you can choose different um different things um but uh yeah so then the other thing so like the things that i don't really like because that's more kind of the rest of things i wanted to talk about um and it's more related to like just kind of my ethics is your character so like i said the animal the game's really a lot about animals like there's a there's like literally one with this other character you do this huge side quest with her and it's all focused on poaching and animals and there's a lot of focus there's a lot of focus on animals it's a huge part of the the main story um but (laughs) your character is literally like okay i have to poach so i can save these animals that's still (laughs) poaching and and you're just like like in my brain i mean are you taking them to a rescue or are you you sell them to this oh my god this shop in hogsmeade (laughs) no way yes and she (laughs) finds good homes for them and i'm like so you're still no you're not they're getting paid for your services they're wild animals they belong in the (laughs) wild you need to stop the poachers okay i can do that well there's poachers in the wild so we need to take them somewhere where the poachers aren't oh what if we just take the poachers that's right you do have a vada cadaver after all no i didn't go that route <laughs> you don't and that's the nice thing you don't have to like to platinum the game or to 100 you don't it's it's a strong and powerful piece of magic but the game doesn't force you Oh, to go that way yeah Even you can still narrative? get yeah in the in in the ps platinum or the ps trophies you don't have to do those no, but in the story your you character don't you don't need them. to no oh, no you can choose to oh there is no morality and that's i'm sure maybe you've heard it but there is no morality um penalties hmm. or or like benefits do treat do people treat you differently uh they'll sometimes make like comments to you there was this one lady who wanted me to get this like uh it's a dodo but they call it a dry call um because she loved the feathers she kept talking about the feathers and i'm like this lady's sus and i didn't end up giving her the dodo and she just like she just like cursed me out because she uh-huh. wanted to take the dodo and oh, the, the bird and use its feathers for her yeah, fashion. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so every time I see her, she just like, oh, you're, oh, that's good. I hate you. So yeah. like when you go back and see those characters, they will make comments to you, but it's not going to affect you. So it's a very mild. It's um, it's like morality. system. It's a it's so mild, almost okay. not there at yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, there is some things that are kind of like 
Um, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing game nothing, breaking. Nothing's game breaking. Yeah. No. Um, That's I mean, good. there's something that you can choose at the very end, which is a real a part of a really dramatic quest line. Um, that is kind of final in your morality. Um, but it doesn't but affect endings. It doesn't affect. Like I mean, the only thing it really affects is your ability to learn the unforgivables, hmm. and that's it. Um, but you know, it, it. So you know, I mean, it. So yeah, it's it's um that's kind of like a problem ish. I I can just pretend in my head, you know, if I want to go the evil route, I want to do the uh where I want to go like stay the righteous the righteous yeah. route, then then the, then I'm fine or whatever. Like yeah. no um, issues either way. Uh, another thing that's kind of a bummer that most people because it's such a huge part of the the books and um just the lore is that there's no quidditch. Yeah, I was surprised that you would that, think like, there'd the be like a mini there. game or at least like a cutscene, but it turns out the headmaster who is Phileas uh, Fil- Nigellus Black, who is actually in the Harry Potter series, he literally plays a part in the books. Um, Played by Simon Pegg in this game. Yeah, yeah. he so he's the headmaster. Um, he's like. And and it's so profuse. Like the students, you'll hear comments about him constantly. How much they think that what they think of him, and how little they think of him. He's just like they they believe he's the worst headmaster. But he was just like no 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 quidditch um, because somebody <laughs> got injured last year, and they're like, well, yeah, people always get injured. But it, so you yeah, gotta imagine it. They, they port key games can just. Down, you know, put yeah, out a DLC and just be like, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe. download and the Quidditch pack. It would be really nice, would right? Be cool. It would be cool yeah. just to like be able to, because there's a Quidditch stadium. The stadium's right there. But it would be really cool just to watch a game, not necessarily even like t- if you wanted to play, because that might yeah, change I some of the mechanics. If, but yeah, the mechanics of the game offer that option, or if it was just too complicated to like reconfigure the controls just for Quidditch. Yeah. Know? So, I mean, that's like. So, you know, that's kind of a bummer. I feel like that would have been a really cool mini game. I mean, even if you could have just made it kind of like a chessboard where you're like, ah, oh, I don't know, mm. <laughs> just something. It would have just been nice to, um, I don't know, have experience it just. Yeah, because like I would want to see it because people like in the in the books, everybody gets so excited and they get so hyped up. It's a big part of the school year. Right? And yeah, it's a big part of their culture. And so and you don't get to see that. So that's a little bit bummer. Um, the other thing is that there, the, the, the student body numbers that you see, um, gathered even in the great hall at any time of the day, it's, it's really lacking. Um, my, mm, my thinking, I wonder if that's because of the old gen games. It, it, it might be, it might be. So I've heard that comment. I've heard that comment before people complain about like, why does this school seem so empty when you see the movies or even when you hear about, in the books where it's kind of describing scenes and stuff, you just have a sense that there's a lot more students. Um, but even in your classes, there's only like maybe like at most like 10 or 
probably only like about 12 people. Um, so it always just feels like, and your fifth year, not like sixth or seventh. Most students go to at least fifth year. Some people leave um, before the sixth year and don't yeah. do six or seven, but everybody goes to at least fifth year. And that's so a, that's a solid complaint, but keep so, in mind that like a lot of open world games struggle I know, with, like, with NPCs. Like, well, especially because they do tend to give these NPCs like side quests. Um, a little bit of a personality. Yeah, so I get why, but like even just like generic ones that don't ever have like a name, they just say like Slytherin student or Gryffindor student. Um, there's even like just so few of them. But but the thing is, is they are dispersed throughout the castle. As soon as day comes, because they're, they're mostly gone. Like they're, most of the students are not in beds. Because if you go try to go to in, in any of the dorms, they're not students in their beds. But like, okay, so we're going to say they're, they're theoretically in their, they're in their beds, but not in their beds. I don't know. They grew really small. They took a shrinking potion. Oh, that's what it is, And yeah. they just got real cozy up in their blankets. Um, But at least they're not roaming the halls. Um, But as soon as day breaks, they're all over the castle. Not just in the... So like, if we want to pretend like the people that are out in like the quad and people that are out in like around about the castle if they were all in the great hall then then those numbers would make sense um <laughs> so yeah i guess it just kind of like because they don't want to like put any one part of the castle and leave it too bare i guess um so then that would make sense um the other thing is um there is a, like there's a collections menu some of their menus are really um inter connected and and it's kind of annoying so like you have a gear menu and you have a collections menu but a lot of times like the part of the collections is like collecting broom styles collecting um clothing styles um collecting um and collecting is not necessarily like it, you pretty much usually it's some like if it is like a clothing it's because you've come across it and it's in your inventory um but then there's other things like um enemies you collect enemies because you've encountered them um and so there's constantly an exclamation point on this little icon and it kind of just gets really annoying because it'll literally be like i just went through a cavern and i encountered like four new enemies and caught so many things from chests and um maybe i picked up a new herb or something for the first time and so then it'll constantly be this little exclamation point on the collection so it's and, and then and also you'll see it on the inventory and the gear and you'll constantly see these That's uh, and challenges just this game every game i know this, it's just has so, that hey a new item for you to to look at item, did yeah. you know you have this and it's like <laughs> okay yeah i just picked this up thank you game well i mean sometimes there's like something going on maybe you didn't see what it was so i get it it's just oh, it's, it's it's just something because when she goes collections is connected with the gear which a lot of what you pick up is gear and that's how you make money in the game um is to sell clothing items basically um and so so like you'll get two exclamation points if you get a new item like so it's not just so it's kind of like a little bit exponential um and sometimes and just like ah but other than that i mean that's like, like a mild um a discrepancy yeah. i suppose um okay. some of the so like the poachers like so there's different kinds of enemies um and a part of the main story is is goblins uh, um but they're sort of disgruntled and like um hatred towards wizards makes sense in the context of the history of goblins yeah you don't want to go but too the much poachers into that with talking about it right here though because you don't want to do too no, many, no 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 like, no what, what i'm what i'm talking about is how 
some of the enemies are made so laughably evil that it's just not you're just like this is mm. silly like you like, know when, when you make the enemy too evil then it doesn't it just feels so contrived yeah. like it feels it, this isn't an excuse though but you got to remember like this is a franchise that like little kids can get yeah, into. yeah i know yeah i know yeah but i mean there are a couple like where some poachers have made some like kind of cute comments they're like Oh, well, I don't. I don't hate animals. I I had a I had a a, a niffler. I loved that niffler. He was so awesome. And it, you're just like, okay, that was like once a one off thing. But most of the time, they're 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 just so laughably evil that you're just like, okay, <laughs> all right. Because like because these comments that are being made, they're just like saying them aloud. You're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, and so the other thing is like which is both a pro and a con is conversations. So you're learning a lot about lore through like student conversations and even like enemy conversations or just people in Hogsmeade's conversations. Um, And they're both a pro and a con. Sometimes they have like these, I think they're scripted and I'm never really sure because they make sense. Like the response of one person makes sense to what the other person said, but sometimes it's just so random. They're making like two people or three people are making completely different like comments, statements, canned, canned dialogue. Yeah. So the point where they miss, they must like, like mix it up to like randomize it. But then it's AI generated. It it is like, it sort of matches, but like, obviously they're in their own different conversations. So you're like, sometimes it's a little weird to listen to a comp. I mean, it's interesting. And a lot of times it gives context to the world. Um, but sometimes it's just also kind of like, man, none of these students like actually want to hear what the other students want to want to say. They They're just... having their own conversations. <laughs> yeah, so it gets a little weird. But sometimes there's like some stuff that's kind of scripted that's like really amazing and um just really puts in a lot of context that you know it's not like it's not a cut scene. It's just literally two or three cool. NPCs like making conversation. Um, you know, which I really appreciate um, and yeah. gives my like really in like, cause I'm very detailed in covering like everything um, and like really rewards my in-depth uh, um, intuition. Well, like searches and my like, yeah. like, uh, I mean, that's why you spent so travels. much time with the game is that the, you, you just wanted to like comb every corner, <laughs> you know, you wanted to make sure that you, I mean, I made, I made a joke about it that like you basically wanted to squeeze every penny out you could out of this game almost, you know? Well, I mean, it's just, I, I just want to see what they, I mean, Everything I, that the game I has think to offer. like the most interesting stuff are close to like the black or the, the dark forest, the forbidden forest, um, Hogsmeade and the castle. But sometimes you will find some really interesting things that aren't marked on your map. Like you'll literally come across a hut or like a camp and you're like, whoa, what happened here? And it'll be like kind of, um, it'll give you context through just kind of visual cues. And then usually like something written, like a note or, or like a notice or something. So um, the one thing I appreciate that the game developers did was um, there's so many assets in the game, like, you know, plants and food and, paintings man paintings are a big thing uh furniture etc etc um and and while there is like reuse of like certain items they actually tried to like make like hamlets these like small little um um cities like like some of the elements in those cities they'll try to make 
things fresh and unique to that site um, and those things I haven't seen in any other places. So I like really appreciate that in an open world game because you get so fatigued seeing the same things over and over again in the same configurations or near same configurations. But they actually did like a little extra work to like make it feel new and fresh and unique. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, everything that I see about the game from the combat to the exploration to the characters to the world building to the aesthetics you can really tell that a lot of love was put into it and it was made by people who were like you very passionate about the source material and and that's refreshing oh and then another thing i recommend you do is pay the musician that you see in the hamlets he only wants like 10 galleons which is actually kind of a lot but um it actually every time you see him something different happens so it's i haven't even seen it, the end of it um yet but I recommend it because it's just kind of interesting. It, like you see growth and you're like, whoa. Um, and the other thing is this, in ha- in Hogsmeade, check the newspaper. There's a there's a Daily Prophet newspaper and it changes oh, cool. every time. I, I don't I haven't cycled. Is it story based? Like it's based no, on the stuff that you it, do in the story? No, it's based on just random things. But it also gives you lore that, um, you know about the magical world things that are so like i haven't even cycled through all those newspapers because i actually didn't realize until like kind of late game that this was a thing (laughs) so because i didn't go to that side of town to sell all my stuff um and this is before the ps5 exclusive which is a shop and they they literally tell you it's a hogsmeade shop um you have to it's like a special side quest for uh, playstation but um, in which you can sell your, your items at a higher rate um, that you collect. But um, so I was going to this other side of Hogsmeade to sell a bunch of stuff. So I didn't actually go over there. And it wasn't until like later game that I found, oh, the newspaper, you can read it. Oh, <laughs> and cool. so I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. OK, yeah. So that's awesome. Well, that's, love. Yes. I know we went much longer than we originally planned but this here so game this is so good oh yeah, yeah. And, and you're very passionate about it so what we're gonna do actually i'm just gonna make this its own bonus segment uh so outside of this episode so it's gonna release the same day as like the episode that daniel and i did but it's gonna be its own thing because it's <laughs> it's it's a chunky boy so we, we, we have we, so you have your old episode all to yourself so um so so yeah that's good but on, on that note though i mean you've got your extensive notes there do you have final thoughts on uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I, I know you said you know well, uh, we started it off that it, that it exceeded. Did it exceed your expectations? Meet yes, your expectations? exceeded. Yeah. I, mean, I I was worried, you know, just. Uh, I mean, you definitely always have to kind of be wary of like licensed stuff. Yeah, is this going to be a cash grab? Is um, it? Are the people making this like are they as passionate about the source material as I am? Yeah. So I mean, like it, it seems like all of your, for the most part, all of your fears were, um, like you know relieved at that point yeah yeah it's that's good. good it's good yeah what, what about what about the future and you know this game oh. is definitely super successful at I this point i'm I think afraid it's... for a sequel because like i said the story i in my opinion was okay i sure. i wasn't i don't think it was bad but it didn't it didn't really push me to keep going. Didn't it kept rock me, your world. Because you know how, like, when you want to just, like, I want to play the game because I want to find out what happens. Yeah. That wasn't, like, I was just doing it because either because it has, like, some requirement for me to unlock something, like like a broom flying or, or something. It, like, I wasn't as interested in the story as I was in, like, finding out all the cool things that the developers put in the world. Um, so that sounds like that might be the barrier of entry <laughs> for people who aren't 
Wizarding World fans. Like, if well, you I'm... if they're not going to play for the story, is it worth it just for like the combat but, but the, and the exploration? That was my um, experience. Maybe some other people would like the story a lot better because it is it is a scary story. But there's just a lot of loose threads that aren't really explained at the end. That which I don't. I won't. I won't discuss. Um, that just kind of didn't have me feeling as satisfied. So, mm. you know, and even as we were going, there was some stuff where I was just like, the, the my suspicions, which were wrong, um, were more motivating than the actual story. <laughs> <I see>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know for a sequel what, I wouldn't want it to be a direct sequel. Like I, there is oh, this, yeah. there is this one character um, which is a part of that seat that uh, one of the three main quest lines, not like the main quest, but um, is that you do quest lines with three of your friends. Um, but there's a character within the quest line, two of the characters really that could really make for a compelling sequel. Um, I won't really say what that is, but other than that, I don't really feel like unless you want to, I don't really feel like there's anything to jump off from this direct game everything was kind of wrapped up neatly for the most part not neatly but i really wouldn't want to see more of this to be honest (laughs) oh really what about in a in in another timeline like or in in another like the the 1950s maybe maybe yeah maybe if somebody because okay so um there is an aspect to this game which in which regards the past like i guess like 400 years earlier or more um like that is now where you're in your time. So like, so like people from the past are affecting your present. Okay. So like maybe we could do another time jump and they discover some stuff again and, but not necessarily do the same thing, but maybe it has to, you have to maybe instead of fighting a, a particular you know like maybe you fight somebody different i don't know okay i guess you could do something with that because it wasn't neatly wrapped up in fact there's a huge gaping hole and maybe that's why they left that at the very least this game is at least going to be getting at least some sort of dlc if not quidditch then maybe a story expansion be great wizard's chest i don't know that'd be that'd be kind of cute that would probably be like more like not a like a DLC, but maybe like a side game. Yeah, I mean, thanks, I mean, I like chess. Thanks so in be part fun. to people like us who have given Warner Brothers the money. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is a very successful game, so you can at least count on some future content coming down your way. So, I mean, you'll yeah. be first in line for that, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know, so you you basically you feel like you're done with the Hogwarts Legacy series? No, I'm still but, trying to platinum. No, no, not not this game in particular, but I mean future games. Oh, um, is, oh no, no, I needed? would, I would play, I would play again, okay. I would play more. I want to play more. Okay, I'm still playing more, even though I'm a little bit fatigued. All right. Well, love, thank you so much for sharing your passion and all of your thoughts and all of your recommendations and and all of that for for this episode. Like you know, we we this is going to be its own episode now because it's it's so long but uh but yeah thank you so much i'm really i'm really happy you enjoyed this game i know you you, you and i were both you about looking forward to playing well, this game especially now talking with you yeah because like you know i i it looked interesting as far as just you know from a strict video game standpoint it's like okay well it's a nice little open-ish world game no it's you, completely open no well i mean i like, mean mostly yeah but you know not it's like it's not as big as like cyberpunk is that what i mean like uh but uh 
but you know, it's an open-ish world, you know, it's open area world. And you know, it's, it's, you're kind of like, you know, it's, I have to be in the mood to play those types of games, but like talk, talking to you about it and seeing the combat, seeing the attention to detail, like I'm, I'm really endeared to that kind of stuff. Like regardless of what like the franchise or the game is like, I, I, I just like to see passion on the screen. So oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I, I, I'm definitely going to play this game sometime this year. It's just, you know, finding the time to do it because there's so much big stuff coming will soon. You listen, will you try to get into the books, though? <laughs> because, yeah, because a... right now you have some big releases coming up that you yes. probably won't be able to play this until maybe like summertime. Maybe. It, yeah, say June. Um, so that makes me wonder, like, uh, you going to listen to the audiobooks? Oh, I, maybe I should. Yeah, maybe I should do it like while I'm while I'm working or something. Because I mean, well, the audiobooks are layered. Like I don't feel like you can get everything listening through once. Because mm-hmm. I still I can still listen yeah, to them and, and that's still why you pick listen up to them over and over again and be like, oh shit, that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like mostly has to do with like dates or like little nuances, like talking about you know their the content they're learning in their classes or something. Yeah, which then makes more sense with other stuff. But it's just like um but like the, at least a story so you know it you could at least have some familiarity with the story and the significance of like some of the hogwarts features yeah that then you can be like that's why they put this in the game is because it's because there is some things in the yeah, game I, mean, I, some... I, I definitely get it to get that uh you know they get that extra uh sense of magic pun intended yeah. Uh, from the game right yeah. you you got to you got to immerse yourself in the books or and or the movies so yeah i i understand that i mean if if anything i can i'd love to rewatch the movies again with you because you know those are those, those are on uh, you're gonna, periodically you're in gonna our house. need the books the movies ah, are see. lacking a lot of the oh, specific yeah. like hogwarts structure details <clears throat> because when you're searching the castle it's not the people there's only a couple people like um Nigelis Black, uh, um, or um, one of the professors is a Weasley. Um, I mean, they talk about like some of the Merlin um, or or like some of the like historical figures they talk about. But other than that, there's nobody from the main franchise. I mean, this is oh, like course, yeah. this is the 1800s. So. Oh, that, you can tell it was a conscious effort too. like they don't want people to be like, oh, let's go meet Harry Potter. You know? Yeah, you can't do that. And, and there is no Shrieking Shack. Um you know, in near Hogsmeade, um, you know, because that wasn't there's no Whomping Willow. And you learn that from the books. And like and that's the reason for that is, you know, because, you know, read the books. <laughs> yeah. OK, well, I mean, um, you definitely you, you definitely set a good case for doing that, too. And and, and I do want to share this with you. Right. I want to share well, it, the knowledge. You know, with like you and, when people read a book and they're like, oh, I really wish I had a movie to like really bring it together. It, this is I mean, the movie brings the characters alive and then like give you some features. But this game brings you the setting, Oh, the setting and, and the lore and some of the like, like the the um uh, what is it? What, what, uh, the I'm I don't know. I'm blanking right Aesthetics? now. Aesthetics. The culture. Oh, sure. You know, like the culture. Um, you know, like what do you do as a as a wizard for a job? Like, how is your day to day? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, good point. Bring and then the animals, of course, which are part of like kind of like your culture and stuff. So, um, you know, this is this is what this game is to me. You know. Yeah. I mean. And that's where I think you could get like the most from it is it fills in those spots and in, in, like the movies where they can't show 
Harry Potter walking through the whole school. Yeah. They just show like shots of him in certain areas, but this is like really tying it together. I think they did video, a great job. That's of, what video games do really well too. Like well, they I mean, fill in this, those things that like movies and TV. I've can. been comparing it to the to the sh- to the movie, and so far it seems pretty on par with the castle in yeah, terms. That's awesome. I mean, of course they had some limitations. There's not realistic numbers of dorms for students or bathrooms in those dorms. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, again with the bathrooms. <laughs> again, yeah. So it's like that's why I call summer realism. Yeah. But yeah. So let's call it there, love. I think okay. we've got plenty, plenty of uh, of thoughts of just a review. <laughs> so this will be a bonus episode. Because I mean, come on, how could you make this a small segment? It's, well, I mean, that's, it's that's... it's a giant game. It's not like some little tiny. I know. Like like, my, like a little phone was, game. That was that was a, a foolish mistake on my <laughs> on my part to ask you of all people to talk about a Harry Potter game. I mean, one that you put in like a hundred plus hours in already. Geez. So yeah, so that'll do it for this bonus episode. Thank you for tuning into this one. Check out the episode uh, where uh, that, that came out the same day here, where uh, where I'm asking Daniel all about Halo. Pretty much the same structure as this, where I'm asking my wife all about Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, so thank you, love, for taking some time to talk. Yes. All right, talk to you guys all soon. <laughs>